Hello, everyone. Welcome to Shine Church. So glad you could join us this weekend. Many of you know this, but this weekend is our house church weekend, and we are super excited for those of you who are able to join us and be a part of that. Thank you. We hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving and a wonderful time with your family. Um, we know these are interesting times, and some of those plans got changed, but we just pray that you had a wonderful time with your families. This message will conclude our series we've entitled End Game. And what we've been doing is looking at different parables, trying to understand what the Lord is saying in regards to the end times and having different perspectives. We've had different teachings on a variety of these parables, not all of them, but many of them. And we hope that that's been enriching to you and helping you to understand to have this kingdom perspective of the end times. Just as a reminder, it's pretty clear that Jesus simply said, look, I want you to be ready. I want you to be prepared, not in fear. I don't want you to be deceived. I want my people to know. Isn't that encouraging? It's super encouraging to know that our Lord is walking with us through this. And so it's very, very encouraging to know He wants us to have understanding. Pastor Dan just shared recently about understanding asking the Holy Spirit for understanding. So our prayers are for us together as a family to understand what the will of the Lord is, to be sober in spirit, to, to have a perspective that is based on the kingdom and not what we think in our own minds. So I want to pick up and share with you the parable that Jesus mentioned to his followers. It's called oftentimes the laborers in the vineyard. It's in Matthew chapter 20. And I'm just going to read that parable. We'll talk a little bit about it, give you a few points to think about. And hopefully that will be an encouragement to, to you. So let me read this parable and then we're going to talk about it. Matthew chapter 20, verse 1. For the kingdom of heaven is like a landowner who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. When he had agreed with the laborers for a denarius for the day, he sent them into his vineyard. And he went out about the third hour and saw others standing idle in the marketplace. And to those he said, you also go into the vineyard and whatever is right, I will give you. And so they went. Again, he went out about the sixth and the ninth hour and did the same thing. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing around. And he said to them, why have you been standing here idle all day long? They said to him, because no one hired us. He said to them, you go into the vineyard too. When evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his foreman, call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last group to the first. When those hired about the 11th hour came, each one received a denarius. When those hired first came, they thought that they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. When they received it, they grumbled at the landowner, saying, these men have worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden in the scorching heat of the day. But he answered and said to one of them, friend, I'm not doing you any wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? 
take what is yours and go. But I wish to give to this last man the same as to you. Is it not lawful for me to do what I wish with what is my own? Or is your eye envious because I am generous? So the last shall be first and the first last. That's the point that I want to pick up on. And I want to go back to Matthew chapter 19 and look at this. The point about the last shall be first and the first last. Jesus shares the same thought with Peter at the very end of chapter 19. And Peter in verse 27 said to him, Behold, we have left everything and followed you. What then will be there for us? And Jesus said to them, Truly I say to you, that you who have followed me in the regeneration, when the Son of Man will sit on his glorious throne, you also shall sit upon twelve thrones, judging the twelve tribes of Israel. And everyone who has left houses or brothers or sisters or father or mother or children or farms for my sake will receive many times as much and will inherit eternal life. And then he says this, but many who are first will be last and the last first. The first point I want to share with you as we look at this parable is this. This, again, is a kingdom perspective. Jesus started many of his parables by saying, therefore the kingdom of heaven may be compared to, or the kingdom of heaven may be thought of like this. He makes this comparison. So it's important for us to have a kingdom perspective. That's what the Lord wants. He wants us to have this perspective. Now, a few things about this that's interesting in this parable. These guys that worked all day did not have the same perspective that the landowner had. They thought, man, I worked all day long and I deserve this. Well, he had agreed to pay that. But then the guys who only worked one hour got paid the same. So they grumbled and they complained. We bore the heat of the day and worked all day and you're making us equal to them. Now, this is what's so important to me. I think about what Jesus is saying. In the kingdom of God, the last will be first many times and the first will be last. We need to get used to that concept and it's a kingdom concept. In other words, we're talking about inclusive unity. And this type of, of kingdom perspective, I believe, is transformative. It's what allows us to see things the right way. Think, for example, back to when Jesus was dying on the cross and there were two men with him. One was cursing and basically saying to Jesus, look, man, save yourself, save us. Just let this thing get, be fixed. If you're God, do this. The other man had a total different perspective, didn't he? He had humility, and he simply said, Lord, remember me. This man doesn't deserve to die. I do. Remember me. And Jesus simply said, today you're going to be with me in paradise. Now, based on the standards of man, perhaps, this man did nothing in terms of good works. Nothing. He wasn't even baptized in water. He didn't have any, anything. He was dying. And Jesus said, I'll remember you. He made him equal to 
people that probably served their whole life for the kingdom in terms of acceptance into the kingdom of God. That's the equality part. I hope that makes sense. These guys were talking to this man, the landowner, and literally he says, look, are you envious of me because I'm generous? Aren't I able to do whatever I want to with what is mine? They had a different perspective. So the first point is that this is a kingdom perspective, and I believe the Lord wants us to have that. The goodness of God does not translate into what we think sometimes. Isn't that right? It really does. Man's view of fairness versus God's view of fairness are two totally different things. And I think as we ask the Holy Spirit for understanding, He'll enlighten us with that perspective, with His perspective. Their perspective was based on their work and what they did. That's not how the Lord sees it. And that's what I believe the, the landowner represents. He represents the Lord in this parable. Second point I want to make is this. The cross changes it all. It's not about what we did. It's about what He did. And that changes everything. It changes everything. Here's a thought. The kingdom of God is, as we just mentioned, it's, it's inclusive unity. It's uh, uh, something that is unseen. And Paul basically says in his, one of his epistles, look, I'm not looking at the things that I can see. I want to, Lord, show me how to see the unseen, basically is what he was saying. And I believe the kingdom is an unseen thing. And he wants us to have this perspective. The third point I want to make is this. God knows what we need. See, these men that were hired early in the day, they agreed on a certain amount. They were happy. They were content. They knew what they needed, and the master provided exactly what they needed. When they took their eyes off of that, and they began to compare themselves to somebody else, that's when they became angry, they grumbled, they, compare, they compared themselves, they complained to the master, the, to the landowner. They simply took their eyes off of what was important. They didn't see it. They were satisfied, but once they began to compare themselves, man, they weren't. And that's the point. The Lord knows exactly what we need, and He gives us exactly what we need. Maybe not too much, maybe not uh, you know, too little, just exactly what we need. And that's a kingdom perspective. They were comparing themselves to the others who were last, and it didn't make sense to them. Notice, though, that the, that the vineyard owner, the landowner, was still very much, hey, go your way. You're my friend. I love you. Don't be envious of my generosity. So I just want to close in prayer and pray that the Lord would give us understanding as we conclude this series on the end game, having the right perspective. So Lord Jesus, thank you for your word. Thank you, Lord, that you cause it to come alive and you cause it to be planted in our hearts and you desire for it to bear much fruit, to multiply 30, 60, 100 fold. Lord, help us to see the kingdom the way you see it. Help us to understand the way you operate in it. Help us to see the way you want us to see. Open our eyes. 
that we might see and understand what the Spirit of God is saying to your church right now in these difficult times, challenging times. We know you're walking with us, Lord. You desire for us to be ready to not be afraid and to be encouraged by your love and your truth. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much for joining us this weekend. We hope that you have a great rest of uh, your day, your weekend, and uh, we will hopefully see you soon.